Hello and welcome to Hyatt Report and this is your host Omar Hyatt. Last year, when a BBC journalist, while interviewing Azerbaijan's President Ilham Aliyev, asked him about the restrictions on free press in his country, he rebuked the reporter and said, quote, You have no moral right to talk about free media when you do these things, unquote. By these things, he meant treatment of Julian Assange by the UK government. It's been over two years now since the London Metropolitan Police entered into Ecuadorian embassy in London and arrested Assange. And ever since then, he has been languishing in UK's high-security Belmarsh prison. And many fear that this has taken a toll on his physical and mental health. It's really sad to see that there hasn't been a lot of mainstream media coverage of Assange and his current plight. But hey, what do you expect from media houses whose primary motive is to rake in big bucks? So let's talk about Assange and how he ended up where he is now. So if you remember back in 2010, Assange and WikiLeaks, along with some major media outlets, published hundreds and thousands of documents exposing potential war crimes committed in Afghanistan and Iraq. And subsequently, in the same year, they also published classified US embassies cables that further embarrassed the US government. At the same time, many in the US government claimed that these leaks would quote-unquote endanger the lives of its operatives on the ground and in the field. However, so far there hasn't been any evidence to suggest that has indeed been the case. Let's take a look back at how some of the most powerful governments in the world went after Assange to appease the most powerful country in the world. And many may find it amusing that the reason initially Assange was arrested in the United Kingdom was not actually for his role in embarrassing the US government. So why was he arrested, you ask? Okay, let me take you down the memory lane. In August 2010, the Swedish prosecutor's office issued an arrest warrant for Assange accusing him of sexual misconduct. Obviously, Assange denied all of these accusations, and there were a lot of people who actually believed that these charges by the Swedish prosecutor's office were actually stemming from pressure from the CIA and the US government. And not a lot of people believed um, that these charges um, by the Swedish prosecutor's office was in good faith. In fact, there were a lot of people who absolutely were adamant that Swedish prosecutor's office was in fact acting on behest of the US government and it was their way of extraditing Assange from the UK to the Sweden and then help the US extradite him from Sweden to the US. So this was the premise and against this background and against this backdrop, the Swedish prosecutor's um, office issued an arrest warrant for Assange um, for alleged 
um, sexual misconduct. And in December 2010, Assange was arrested in London based on the arrest warrant issued by the Swedish authorities. In May of 2012, the UK's Supreme Court ruled that Assange should be extradited to Sweden to face questioning over the allegations of sexual misconduct. However, many, including Assange, feared that these accusations by Swedish authorities, like I mentioned earlier, were in fact at the behest of the United States government, and if Assange were to be extradited to Sweden, then he would most certainly end up in the US facing trumped-up espionage charges. Therefore, in June 2012, Assange, violating his bail conditions, went to Ecuadorian embassy in London and sought asylum there. And Ecuadorian embassy granted asylum to Assange in August of 2012 based on the grounds that his human rights might be violated if he was extradited. And in August of 2015, Swedish authorities dropped their investigation into two allegations against Assange. One was of sexual molestation and one of unlawful coercion because they had run out of time to question him. But the more serious accusation of rape wasn't dropped until May of 2017. Between July 2018 and April 2019, many claim that under pressure from the US government, the Ecuadorian government engaged in talks with the UK government. And finally, in April 2019, because of these conversations between these two governments, supposedly um, under the guidance of the United States government, um, the London Metropolitan Police entered the Ecuadorian embassy and arrested Assange for, quote-unquote, failing to surrender to the court over a warrant issued in 2012. In May 2019, Assange was sentenced to 50 weeks in jail for breaching his bail conditions from 2012. Now, during this period, um, there were times when Assange clashed with the Ecuadorian government as well. There was a change in the government in Ecuador um, and their foreign policy changed as a result of that. And then they no, they no longer... Um, so the new government no longer supported Assange's cause. And, um, and a lot of people say that the US government put pressure on the new Ecuadorian government. And as a result, Ecuadorian government um, bowed down under that pressure and let go of Assange, which then resulted in him being arrested and sentenced um, for 50 weeks in jail for breaching his bail conditions from 2012. Um and since his arrest in May 2012, the US government officially launched a campaign in the UK to extradite Assange to the US. And if he is extradited to the US, he would face 175 years in prison. Yes, 175 years in prison. For what? For exposing war crimes? For embarrassing a country that kept these war crimes as a secret like honestly i mean it just baffles me that a journalist instead of being applauded for his bravery for speaking truth to the power 
is being persecuted, not by one government, but by multiple governments, and the whole system is failing him. It, it, it's just astonishing. Anyway, um, since his arrest in May 2019, um, he's, he's now basically facing persecution. And the good news is a judge in London ruled against the US government's um, extradition request. But then the US government has appealed that decision and now that process is ongoing. And while that process is ongoing, Assange is languishing in UK's high security prison amidst an ongoing worldwide pandemic. Yes, this is this is how the system works. Like they're literally persecuting a journalist for speaking truth to the power, for exposing war crimes, for exposing and embarrassing the most powerful government in the world. And they don't like it. They just don't like it. And too bad they don't like it, but that doesn't mean they should be able to persecute people for not liking them. But again, this is how it has been with Assange. And what annoys me is in the West, we often claim that the foundation of liberal democracies includes think like, things like freedom of speech and free press. We often point fingers at the global South and tell them to do better in terms of freedom of speech and freedom of journalists and journalism. Our, and also our Western media has vilified countries like China, Russia, Iran, amongst many other countries for their supposed lack of free press or their alleged crackdown on the press. But the whole case against Assange exposes our hypocrisy. It shows that deep down, if not all of us, then at least some of us, the most powerful amongst us, our Western governments do not believe in free press when it exposes their crimes and their secrets. And the mainstream Western media often goes, along, goes along with our government's narratives for commercial or access reasons. If anything, Assange should be celebrated as a hero. He should be revered by the so-called champions of free press. But no, that's not the case. He's currently in a jail with his life in limbo. And the bureaucrats who claimed that Assange's leaks were going to endanger lives have yet to provide any evidence, any evidence to substantiate their claims. The fact of the matter is, Assange is being persecuted for speaking truth to the power, which ironically is what the free press is supposed to do. Hold powerful people's feet to the, to the fire. Isn't what we say? Like, that's what freedom of press is all about. It, it's supposed to be the fourth pillar in a liberal democracy. Anyway, in my opinion, the awful treatment of Assange, to be honest, at the hands of powerful Western, Western governments is not only shameful, but has also eroded credibility of the West with regards to freedom of press. 
What do you think is going to happen now? Anytime a journalist or a Western country would try and preach a dictator or an authoritarian regime about free press or freedom of speech, what do you think is going to be that dictator's or regime's response? I bet it's not going to be, oh, sure, we'll do that or we'll take your um, suggestion on board. Obviously, it's not going to be that. It is going to be exactly what Ilham Aliyev responded to that BBC journalist with. He, look, Azerbaijan has a track record of suppressing their press. And the question that was asked by the BBC journalist was in fact a very good question. She asked the right question, but he responded to her saying, what are you doing in your country? What is your government doing to a journalist in your country? So in a way, the way Assange is being treated by the West is setting a tone across the globe of how these dictators and authoritarian regimes could potentially treat their press or their journalists. It is only going to embolden the dictators of the world. Like, what do you think is going to happen if tomorrow Joe Biden will turn around and tell Vladimir Putin to go easy on his press? Like, what do you think Putin's response would be? He would laugh. He already laughs at the US government. Anyway, uh, it's just really sad what our governments are doing to Assange. And to be honest, when Assange, Assange is an Australian citizen, right? And when this, when Assange was being um, charged, like really early on in 2010, Australian government didn't do much. In fact, Julia Gillard, our then prime minister, she almost gave up on him. I don't think Australian government pushed back hard enough. US is our, our ally. And surely she could have done more, like she could have negotiated with the US government, she could have brought Assange back home, provided him with counsellor support. Isn't that what you do as a government? It's really disappointing. I don't know what the current government is doing. I haven't heard much, but I was watching Assange's father's interview on a YouTube channel recently, um, it, it's a show. It's a YouTube show by a US comedian, and in that, Julian Assange's father mentioned that the the current Australian government is very supportive, and so is the opposition. Um, so I'm hoping that it all goes well, and it, I, I'm hoping that Assange is freed sooner. Um, and I hope that he's not extradited to the United States where he could potentially face 175 years in jail. If that, if that happens, it would set a very bad example across the globe. Just think about it. It, it, it would only embolden governments that are already repressive in nature. It, they would take this, this as an example. They would take this as their lead to persecute their own journalist and to persecute their own press. And it would only get worse for journalists and journalism across the globe. I think Assange, I don't think we should be fighting for Assange because uh, 
he's Australian or he's or he's white or he's a Westerner or he's a journalist, I think we should all be fighting for Assange or we should all be speaking up for Assange because it's a matter of freedom of speech and freedom of press. And press is the fourth pillar of any liberal democracy. And I think everyone it's time everyone speaks up and it's time we do not let him get persecuted anymore it's not a prosecution it's not it's it, it's it's not a it's not a prosecution in traditional sense it's persecution and there is a difference he's being persecuted by the most powerful country in the world for speaking truth to the power also according to the latest news from yesterday it turns out that one of the key witnesses in Assange's case um, that the US government was basing their prosecution or appeal on has now spoken to one of the European newspapers and said that he lied um, and so it was a sort of expose that was published by this newspaper I would oh, if you want you can google it and find out so this guy apparently was one of the key witnesses um, in US government's case against Assange so now it turns out this guy actually lied and the US government based their whole not whole but a part of their extradition request on his testimony so now he's he's basically saying he's lied so there is I would go so far as to say that this could have been the CIA trying to um, play all these secret games to get Assange. Um, but as it turns out, the media has been... Um, so some parts or some sections of the media has been um, following this case. And now this guy who, like I said, was a key witness is now saying that he basically lied um, to the US government and he lied about his dealings with Assange. So it, w it would be really interesting to see how this prosecution or how this extradition request proceeds forward because I think Assange is just innocent and he should be released. If anything, the US government should apologise to him and so should the UK government and so um, should the Swedish authorities. Um, just let this man get on with his life. He is clearly not in his best physical health and he's clearly not in, not in his best mental health. Um, I think it's important that, that journalists are not persecuted by the countries, by the same countries who often criticize other countries for not protecting their journalists or for, no, for not doing enough um, to advance the cause of freedom of press. Um, it would be a it would be a shame if we in the West just let this happen to Assange. I think we all should speak up. I mean, I always say we all should speak up, but it does really matter. Like, for example, if everybody speaks up, uh, if the citizenry of the West speaks up and says, "No, this is this shouldn't be happening in our names. Our governments shouldn't be prosecuting a person." who basically exposed war crimes. Um, and, and I think that's, that, that it, it's only fair to say Assange is a journalist and what he did was a brave thing to do and it was part of his job. He did his job and he shouldn't be persecuted for doing his job.